It's not a midlife crisis, it's a midlife career pivot experiment called Fork in the Road. And I'm the human guinea pig, Andy Marshall, who's got the gall to attempt to have a successful career doing work I love, creative work, and throw that notion of a starving artist out the window. Then take the elevator down to the ground floor and jump on it some more. And I'm going to keep doing this every day on the podcast. So let's go. Well, I'm parked waiting for the dentist. I'm here about 20 minutes early because it takes me a while to get here from home and the traffic can sometimes be hell. And I've been waiting on the kind of um, cancellation list to see about my tooth, my severely painful tooth. Might be saying goodbye to it today. That's what happens when you put off uh, going to the dentist for 35 years. Hey, Chad, how are you going? Um, I'd love to have you on if that's if that's okay, because um, I'm converting these um, live broadcasts on Instagram to uh, podcasts and to vlog vlogs as well. And I want to talk today about um, documenting your journey and what I've been thinking. I've I moved away from daily um, daily vlogs to daily podcasts and then weekly. Um, vlogs but I'm thinking of going back to it because I'm finding it hard to be really productive um, when I've got to schedule something out I'm more productive if I'm getting something done in the day and Chad if you're there if it's uh, an appropriate time I'd love to have you on I've just sent you a request um, if you just wanted to have a chat about stuff hey man how you going I won't keep you up too late I just uh, I've got 20 minutes here while I'm waiting waiting for the dentist Mm-hmm. And I uh, thought I'd uh, distract myself and cheer myself up a bit um, and see if anyone was available for a chat. Um, do you want to introduce yourself and what you're about on your chat, what you get up to? Yeah, so uh, I run a channel called Chat Every Day where I teach about kind of like photo video stuff. But with some of my current state of stuff going on in life, I started talking about like different things I'm thinking about or going through, but I didn't think it fit the channel very well. So I'm starting a new channel to kind of put all that stuff over there to keep my photo videos separate from like life stuff for people that just aren't interested in it. So I uh, haven't put a video out on that yet. It's been kind of busy this week, but that's kind of the plan. So, so, so I, I suppose that's an important thing to um, keep your, um, kind of niches separate on your channel potentially yeah. and you're you're a professional photographer aren't you you do a lot of uh, work in photography and and you might not want to share all the kind of ideas and that you're talking about with clients i don't know um yeah but yeah yeah so, so so what are your thoughts on kind of um uh niching down your your channels and your and your brand um, I, I think it'll kind of help with the overall direction. Uh, and, and the reason is when I first started this channel, it, it was called Everyday Photographers. And I started with just tutorials and you know, starting a brand new channel takes a long time to see that growth and the kind of the goals that you set forth for yourself. So the first year to two years of doing the channel, I saw nothing. I think uh, about a year ago, I had maybe 600 subscribers at this point, and my views were maybe like 2,000 a month. And after I kind of 
set forth a certain direction and kind of stuck with it. Now, one year later, I have like plus 3,200 subscribers from where I was. And instead of getting 2,000 views a month, I think I checked earlier and I'm getting about 118,000 a month now. So it's helped a lot to choose a direction and go straight with that instead of doing all this crazy nonsense that I've been doing recently. And a part of that's just, I kind of got burnt out. So there's a ton of client work from last summer until now. And now I'm actually kind of taking what I call a hiatus from client work because it's sucking all the fun out of what I do. So now when I try to create a YouTube video on photo or video, it's, it's like I'm forcing myself to do it. I don't have fun with it because I've spent an entire week filming for clients. So now my YouTube's not fun and I want YouTube to be fun again and I don't need all the client work. So I'm putting a hold on the client work to concentrate on YouTube again. So that's the plan. Yeah, that's cool. And, and was there a big, um, like how did you decide what you were gonna put on your second channel and what you were gonna keep on your original channel? Well, with a lot that's been going on in life, um, it's really important to me. And it, it's those videos I don't necessarily create necessarily for other people. It's more something for me to watch, especially days when I feel real disconnected with the world just because of how my anxiety has been acting up and stuff. I can go back and watch these videos and be like, hey, you know, I overcome that once. I can do it again and again. And it's more of like a way to document my journey of what's going on. And it could be anything. It doesn't even have to deal with just anxiety. It could be like uh, something cool that happened for the day or whatever. So I guess sort of a vlog-esque channel, um, maybe some commentaries, thoughts on things going on. It's more of a, a channel to be expressive versus mm. to educate, so. Yeah, I mean, what I found, the very first video I found of yours I can't remember what it was called and I can't remember how I found it, mm. but it was right at the time because, um, you know, we've been chatting about things as well and I had had some pretty strong anxiety issues too. And yeah. um, and the video you um, had, had a lot of beautiful cinematography mm. with your narration over the top and it was just like, it was really powerful. I thought it was amazing. Awesome. And, and it was one of those moments like um where i where i got to see what youtube could be you know what mm -hmm. i mean like yeah. a really creative inspirational meaningful um platform because it's seen you know you can often get caught up in the tutorials and um and the silly stuff yeah but, you know it actually has some you know meaning and um and that is is you know harder to find so i was really glad when i when i found that um and and do you do you find that those videos go go well or do you find that your tutorials uh, kind of, uh, beat those hands down well it's 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 interesting because those videos are the ones i really love to create uh, yeah. the tutorials i do two types of tutorials one I do because it's something that I have not seen on the internet and I had such a hard time trying to figure something out. And when I do, I'm like, I want to share this with other people because they could use this too. And then there's also the tutorials I do because they help to get those types of videos out there. So for example, if I do a video on something very topical and niche, a lot of people may not know how to search for it, so they're not going to find it. But if there's a bigger tutorial mine that 
will kind of help people find out about the channel maybe then they can see the other smaller videos and they're like wow these are really cool but the videos you're talking about the cinematic voiceover things those are the videos i really love to create and with what all happened to me last fall and then leading into the anxiety and the burnout and stuff my desire to do those kind of died because those were kind of like my escape and my fun thing to do and i really enjoyed it and then i want to do more of those um that's kind of the big goal going forward once i kind of get through this stage of just kind of figuring it out now my mind is kind of clear and i feel better so probably more of those do you think it's possible because i'm weighing up this kind of stuff myself with my videos is that because i'm trying to document my journey trying to create you know um kids books and i'm and i'm finding that um trying to uh, you know like whether i need something specifically for that and then something specifically because i'm also trying to help myself and creators um find new and interesting ways of getting their stories out to the world because there's so many things available to us these days so i want to kind of document that so people can um you know come uh, see these new ways that things can be done and i was thinking um i know some people do it i don't know how successful it is but kind of in a vlog style like this is your day Mm-hmm. and by the way i'm going to teach you about something as well at the same teach you what i've learned at the same time do you think yeah. that can work or do you think you best to keep those separate i think it could work I, i think the biggest thing is just connecting with the right people and the right audience because like with these tutorial videos for example one of my best videos has somewhere along the lines of a half a million views and it's got me a ton of subscribers but these subscribers are very inactive So like they come, they get what they want, they're like awesome, you saved my life, and then I never hear from them again. So Yeah. They're not the best subs to get. But now like the video you were talking about how you found the channel with the more cinematic uh shots with the voiceovers and stuff, the people that have subscribed to my channel because of things like that. Now they are, you know, we talk more, like we socialize on Twitter, we watch each other's videos and we collaborate and just kind of help each other out. So I think finding the right people is the most important part. So once you find those people then you're you're good. Yeah, because I find I find those cinematic videos um I I know I'm just watching a movie that you've made and it's not mm-hmm. even like live or whatever, but you get that connection, you really mm-hmm. feel like a connection with a person who's made the the movie as opposed to um you know people like Nick Nimmin and stuff like that. They're very informative and yeah. you can learn information and they and they don't beat around with all that other stuff so it kind mm-hmm. of um yeah I, i think it's a a a balancing act which i don't know i think i'll be experimenting with i'm thinking of going back to daily because um because doing a weekly or whatever um mm-hmm. gives me slack time yeah to, and and my and i just take it up I, i'm just not that kind of i'm just i prefer to be in rather a planner i prefer to be a workhorse I'm I'm just wondering cuz um I know a lot of your videos um about your thoughts and about what's going on in the world and things like that sound really like they would lend themselves incredibly well to a podcast. Do you actually have a podcast that I don't know about or I tried to do a podcast a long time ago and and the reason my podcast never worked is I I don't is a lot of it's self-confidence or they're like 
issues of self-image is I don't feel like anybody would listen to me just talking on a podcast because they're like, who's this guy? Like, who's he? But I have a lot of friends that are creative individuals in different areas. So like face painters, musicians, tattoo artists, and so forth. And I feel like if I could start a creative style podcast to get guests on who are like really good or professional in their fields, it might bring more interestingness to the table than just my one thought process or one mindset. Like, so that's kind of the goal It's just getting that initiated where it'll be successful along everything else I do. Because one problem I have, and, and you might have experienced this before, is taking on too many tasks. So then, you know, I'm like doing one YouTube channel, a second YouTube channel, I have a full-time job, and then I'm doing this. And a friend's like, hey, come join this organization and help us do stuff. It'll only take a little bit of your time. I'm like, sure. And before I know it, I have so much going on that it's like, none of this is fun anymore so yeah. podcasts would be great though yeah yeah I was, I was kind of mucking around with um ways of doing a podcast you might know that i'm on the anchor platform yeah and, and that can be as simple as um just recording straight into your phone while you're walking down the shops it's it's pretty um it's pretty easy platform and you can add background music and stuff like that. I know you've got a very professional setup, which is cool. I'm just, uh, <laughs> I'm just a mobile phone guy, but I'm kind of doing all my stuff on a mobile phone to kind of so that other people can go, well, all I need is a phone and, and yeah, you can do. That's true. But, um, but yeah, I would love to um, hear you on the podcast as well, because um, some of your talking, uh, talking videos, I've actually been listening to, no offense, but no, I've no. been listening to you <laughs> rather than watching, um, you know, while, you know, driving or whatever and just have the headphones in and, uh, and it works really well like that. So um, uh, what I'm trying to figure out personally with um, documenting and trying, because that's the thing you're saying about getting, trying to do too many things. Like I'm trying to do stuff on Instagram and, and on um, YouTube and and it all becomes a bit much i'm trying to figure out a way where i can shoot and record stuff on instagram then then multi <laughs> then kind of uh take that and then use that and create a video for it on youtube and stuff like that but then you've got all this 9 16 16 9 all this kind of square format all that kind oh, of yeah issues what are your thoughts on all the various platforms and the different requirements of each platform like uh, like like instagram is an incredibly demanding yeah platform. I, I don't know if i have it with me but i i keep like post-it notes everywhere these are like my best friends and i have like every social media platforms like requirements for video and for photo and if I want to upload a certain way or a different way and like I just keep them all here but so my goal is to be building my YouTube and my Instagram but when I concentrate on one I neglect the other like it's so hard to do them all and re really it's not it's about um, managing yourself and like planning time because I saw this thing the other day and it really kicked me really hard is uh, so I started yoga about a month or two ago, and I stayed pretty consistent with that about three or four days a week. But there was this thing, and it said, you know, when people say, well, I don't have enough time to exercise, 
I don't have enough time to do this or whatever. And it's like, okay, but you have enough time to sit for one to two hours watching Netflix, or you have, you know, an hour or two to play video games or to scour away on YouTube, but you don't have 20 to 30 minutes to work out. And so that's one of those things that really hits close to home is you do have time. You just got to make the time. So, yeah. Yeah. Hi, D. Coleman. How are you going? Um, yeah, yeah. And and one one thing I've been thinking about, I've got a I've got a new scheme. Tell me what you think. Okay. Get some feed. Is that, um, is that I'll shoot kind of daily vlog stuff on Instagram stories. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll record interview stuff on Instagram Live. Um, and Instagram stories will vaguely relate to the stuff that's going to be topics which are going to be talked about in the live. Yeah. And then that night I can edit those together in a kind of like, because I'm trying to incorporate my art and topics which are helpful in the same video mm-hmm. and edit those together um, with what I've got at the end and then come up with a video for YouTube. So, <laughs> um, yeah. and, and the audio interviews to we have the entire interview stripped out for a podcast. Um, so do you think something like that could work? What are your thoughts on that? I think it probably could. I look at creators, like say, say like Gary Vaynerchuk, like everybody knows who Gary V is. And if you look at his content, like from Facebook to Twitter, to Instagram, to YouTube, a lot of times it's the same, like, videos the same messages it's just how it's cut down for different times to fit the format and that's something i try to think about now is like a lot of the content i make on youtube would it work on another platform in some cases yes like a lot of my youtube content would work on facebook some of it would work on twitter but almost none of it would work on instagram so now that's what i try to think of is how can you film a video that's going to be friendly to all the platforms that you could potentially use so and it yeah. sounds like what you're doing is going to kind of fit that mold yeah yeah well he has been an inspiration for me getting started on what i'm doing mm-hmm. and um and one thing i found really interesting is if you take um if you save all of your stories video clips to your camera roll yeah uh, because you know how it pauses every 15 seconds and does weird stuff in stories because Oh, 15 yeah. bits of video when you have those videos extracted and you reassemble them they're actually seamless but, huh. but there's no kind of little little bits missing which which is really exciting because that means i can record a whole bit of video <laughs> that's cool anyway i'm really sorry to go i'm about i got about five minutes to race into the dentist now but thank uh, you so much for joining um and taking my mind off things and and talking about creative stuff yeah most definitely that's something i have to do in about a month so i'm, I'm not looking forward to it <laughs> no, no no i got a, a good tip for dentists is mm-hmm. um keep your headphones on turned up yeah and yeah some <laughs> nice some nice happy songs <laughs> yeah that, that sounds perfect <laughs> well that's cool. the luck right. in there thank you very much i'll catch You're you later welcome. Catch you later. Good talking to you.
and that just about wraps up today's episode. Thank you so much for listening. And if you want to start talking, I'd love you to leave me a voice message. All you have to do is tap the link at the bottom of the podcast description and you'll be able to leave me a one-minute message there. It could be a question, your thoughts, praise, outrage. I don't care. I just want the attention. And I'll play the message back on the show and I'll catch you tomorrow at the Fork in the Road.